Every year in the NFL, it's a new team. As far as goals go, we have one. Putting a ring on our finger. Yeah, welcome to the Buccaneers Observer Podcast. This is Ralph Phillips. I'm Molly Bay. Today is March 7th, 2020. I said March. You did. You always get those confused, which is really a shame because my birthday is in one of the M months. Which it's one? The, it's the mm, January. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. One, 129 days until we get to see the Tampa Bay Buccaneers whoop up on the New Orleans Saints. <gasps> the schedule came out today. Schedule day. I have... I perused it but i haven't done like an in-depth look at it i wanted to save that for the podcast oh oh uh, i thought we both sat there and looked at it for about well i mean i did i forgot all about it i don't know what i looked at i'm like dory dory the explorer oh, oh dory from the uh fish movie the fish movie <laughs> yes the fish movie ralph yeah so okay the nfl schedule came out uh, you want to just jump right into that? You want to go through news? What do you want to do? Yeah, let's do the schedule. You know what? We're playing the Saints first game. That's weird. Here's the big thing, though. We've got five primetime games. I love it. Five. Love it. Right? Am I am I right on that? You are correct, sir. That is the most we've ever had since I've been a fan, even including the year after we won the Super Bowl, which normally the year after win the Super Bowl, you get a bunch of primetime games. Yeah, I think we got two, maybe three. And Can't remember. we need to thank our Lord and Savior. Mr. Thomas Brady for getting us onto the primetime. I know. You say this all the time, like at least three times a day, and I'm going to say it now. So this is what I would like to be a Patriots fan. I know. <laughs> That's how I feel. All of it. Yeah. All the hate, the investigations, the accusations of cheating, all of it. Oh, my gosh. I watched him, Tiger Woods. Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. Was it Phil Mickelson? I Manning? think it was. I Mc- yeah. I don't know golf. That was hilarious. Peyton Manning funny he is funny he was just tearing into tom brady <laughs> he said since they let you off on probation you can go <laughs> play golf that was funny or something good stuff good stuff what was that about a tournament they're doing some i guess they're always doing some charity golf stuff you want to sit here it's and bash thing. golf for a while oh god uh, i'm good with that golf I could talk some crap about golf. Okay, what is it you always say about? There's two things, Ralph. Two things. I'm allowed to shoot Ralph in the face. This is if this he is does wins. two things. If he ever cares about his lawn, and if he ever watches golf, those are the it's, two things. I can understand playing golf. I play golf. It's a very addicting sport. But play watching it on TV, I could never understand. I mean, that's just, that's taking it too far, too far. And we probably just lost half <laughs> our fan base because, you know, Tampa is a huge golfing community. So, uh, yeah, I just don't get it. But the lawn thing, you know, I don't mind having a nice lawn, but it's these guys who are, like you know. edging with scissors. Yes, they're out there and they talk about it nonstop. They've got $15,000 tied up just in their lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> and they live on a 
Not even a half acre. Right. We're in the suburbs. So there's all kinds of those. And they're all competing with their neighbors to see oh, who gosh, has yeah. the nicer lawn. Yeah. They'll stand there and talk to each other about what fescue they planted this <laughs> summer or something. Anyhow. What, what is a fescue? Don't, <laughs> see, it's good that you don't I'm a, know that. I'm going to get all the lawn people commenting on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what fescue is, guys. Mm. Okay. The schedule came out. It was a big deal. The NFL allowed the teams to release the schedule half hour early that was that was so nice of them it was nice of them yeah it gave the team something to do i think you know because we watched it on the buccaneers they did a little game show it was funny i'm so mad i didn't get that motown question right no you You know okay they said no i said philly Philly. you know why because i had a boys to men single when they came out with motown philly in the 90s you play trivia pursuit and answer questions based on boy bands who does that? It's like people that get their news from The Daily Show. <laughs> Whatever. You know what? That's all I had. That was my comeback. You know what? All right. Let's talk about the schedule. Yes. Let's preseason. Talk about it. First game is Pittsburgh. Why do we always play Pittsburgh in the preseason? It seems like we have the past couple of years. We did last year. This is at Pittsburgh, which I believe we were there last year as well. It's sometime between August 13th and 17th, and the time is to be determined. Week two of preseason, August 22nd, we have a definitive date on that one. We are playing Jacksonville at home, but it's a night game. It's an 8 p.m. game, which, ugh, of all our preseason opponent opponents i think that is least worthy of an eight o'clock game jacksonville what (laughs) (laughs) you got nothing to say besides that just the team name (laughs) jacksonville okay moving along week three on somewhere between august 27th and the 30th we play tennessee at home that time is to be determined that's preseason yes sir tennessee Correct. All right. So Beat that should be kind of, yeah, that'll you know, be a good game. They cheated against us so bad in that game. If you don't believe me, go back and watch my video. Anybody that's listening to this and you can see all the holding they did. And I've been wanting to do this is look at, gosh, you know, and I've watched that playoff game against the Patriots a hundred times and I've, I haven't looked at the offensive line, but look and see how much holding they do on that offensive line. So, okay. I think Vrabel is kind of an aggressive coach. He's a defensive guy, right? Yeah. Week four, either on September 3rd or 4th, we are playing at Cleveland. Ugh, that's okay. That's just preseason, and who knows, we might not even have a preseason. Hey, we'll see. Do not put that in I reverse. said preseason, not regular season. I don't care. All right, you ready to talk about this regular season? Yes. Speaking of the five primetime games, Greg Allman, of course, always has his nuggets of knowledge. And he tweeted today that we have had three Monday night football games in the last five years. Wow. Matching the Cardinals, Titans, Browns, and Bills for the second fewest. Jaguars have zero in that span. Oof. Zero? Zero in five wow. years. I, you know, do you want to see the Jaguars on Monday Night Football? Well, that's what everybody says about the Bucks too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, we have had just one Sunday night game in that span. And only the Jags and the Jets have less with zero. Wow, the Jags just get screwed every step of the way. Be better, Jags. 
Maybe you'll get some primetime games. Their owner, Khan, he needs to kick up some money to... Something. Goodell or whoever makes these schedules. Yeah, that's rough. He's not paying tribute. You know, Bucks fans, we can whine all we want about the schedule, but at least we're not Jaguars fans. There you go. There we go. <laughs> Silver lining, guys. You know, my mom, she always says that. Things could always be worse. We can say that with the Buccaneers. We can say, well... At least we're not the Jaguars. Or the Browns. Yeah, that's true. I mean, although I think, isn't a Joe Bucks fan calls us the NFC Browns? I smacked a snot right out of his face. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's talk about the regular season. So we touched on week one, September 13th. We're playing at New Orleans. It is a 425 game, which is unusual. (laughs) You're going to have so much fun with these. I love it. Uh, that one's going to be fun. And it's at New Orleans. So I would love to have a repeat of that first week with Fitzmagic oh, and Deshaun right, Jackson. Yeah. They put up that 400-yard game. Wasn't that at New Orleans? Yes. So I'd love to do that again. I would like to do it at least twice this year. Absolutely. Maybe three times Do one <laughs> of the playoffs. And we start off strong in the division, too, because the next Sunday we play at home. We host Carolina. And it's a one o'clock game. So two back-to-back division games, which is really fun. Beat up on the kitties. Week three. Beating kittens. And beating kittens. That makes us sound like bad people. It does. You're Let's right. go beat some kittens. Wow. That does sound bad. <laughs> <laughs> Week three, we got Denver. We play at Denver. And it's a 425 game. Good. Get that out of the way. Don't want to be doing that late in the Quickly. year. It's yeah. cold. Oh, that's true. And I saw a tweet about that, actually. Hold on. Let me see if I saved it. Yes. Okay. And this is from Jeff Darlington. Remember how Tom Brady liked the idea of playing in warm weather? The Bucks' coldest game of the regular season might be week 10 in Charlotte, where the average daytime temp on November 15th is 51 degrees. Our final seven weeks? Home, home, buy a home, indoor, indoor home. Nice. So, uh, yes. So I like when is that. our bye? What week is it? Oh, gosh. We don't have a bye till week, week 13. 15, 14, 13. Yes. Okay. 13. We have a really late bye. So but that'll 12. be good for when we go to the playoffs. Yes. 12 weeks. Of Rest shovelate. So this is the kind of schedule you get when Tom Brady is on your team. <laughs> Molly's doing the Price is Right model thing to the screen. Where you she's... know, I was kind of channeling Vanna White. But, Vanna White, But yeah. I like the Price is Right, too. Either one. Uh, okay, so week four. I lost count. Week four, October 4th, we are hosting the LA Chargers. That's a one o'clock game. Then we get a Thursday night game on October 8th, and that is at Chicago. It's 8.20 p.m. Uh, You know, I'm, I'm not real thrilled with that one. I don't want to, you know, Chicago just feels like a wasted primetime game. Well, it's going to be fun to beat up on them. Yeah, that's true. But it's just, you know, I don't know about that kind of opponent. Like, I'd rather the next week we face Green Bay. Why, why wouldn't they do us... The Chicago Bears Thursday night game is also going to be on Amazon Prime. Oh, nice. Okay. So October 18th, we face Green Bay. That's a home game. So Aaron Rodgers can cry about our field again. (laughs) And that one will be at 425. I I will never let that go. Oh, yeah. It might be Jordan Love. And then he can cry about our field. 
the following i lost track of what week i'm in week seven week seven october 25th we are at las vegas that is an 8 20 game vegas baby vegas so we'll be matching up with john gruden on sunday night football finally that'll be fun yeah. that'll be cool what and would be cool is if we played them in the Super Bowl and beat them again. Absolutely, and there's always that chance, but I don't think that they're going to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't either. Famous last words, you know, I said that about the Chiefs. <laughs> yeah. And here we are. <laughs> Both of us were wrong about the Chiefs and Absolutely. the 49ers last year. You know, if we just don't let ourselves live that down, then no one else can really talk Yeah, but see, us. we're not like most people. We don't hide our foibles. Right, we wear it like a badge of honor. That's right. <laughs> Let everybody know how messed up. Look we are. how little we know. <laughs> week eight is Monday night football. So we have a primetime Sunday night football game, week seven. Then week eight, we get a Monday night game where we play the Giants. Again, why are we playing these losers on well, primetime games? Oh, that's right. You know, I was getting ready to say this is going to be a matchup between Brady and Manning, but Eli's not there anymore. Yeah, Eli's gone. But you know, and the Giants were always his Achilles heel. They beat him twice in mm-hmm. the Super Bowl. So, and then, of course, we had the Giants last year where I hope Matt Gay doesn't get, like, PTSD on this one. He's going to have revenge on his mind. I hope so. He's going to be out there pregame kicking guys in the head. That'd be awesome. Giants players, (laughs) preferably. (laughs) (laughs) Then week nine, we get another primetime game. So three primetime games right in a row. Bam, bam, bam. I know. That's insane. They just wanted to get us over with right in the middle of the season. I'm balling. I hope- I'm balling. I'm balling. <laughs> that was that was three on ballings for yeah. each primetime game. And this one's going to be an awesome one. I would love to go to this game. We host New Orleans at home on Sunday Night Football. That is going to be sold out. It's probably sold out by now. Probably. Well, I don't know if they're selling the tickets yet, but I want to go to that one. The we- the weather will be beautiful beginning of November. It's not too ha- it's nighttime. You know what? You said you don't know if they're selling tickets. I'm going to go ahead and say no, they're not selling tickets, so nobody will try to buy one and then we can get go a couple. Go ahead and yeah. scrape them. Yeah, everybody out there wait to buy your tickets until we say it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Till we get ours, then we'll let you know. The following week. Yeah, that that game right there is going to be awesome because this is quite possibly Drew Brees' last year. Probably. And you're looking at probably the two best quarterbacks in the league right now. I can only hope that we knock New Orleans out of the playoffs or we meet them in the playoffs and then beat them there. Yeah, either way. My goal this season, I will consider this a successful season if we spoil New Orleans, either in the playoffs or keep them from even getting to the playoffs. Let's make sure Drew Brees goes out as a loser. That's right. That's what I'm thinking. Heck yes. I'm I'm a co-sign that. So then the following week, in week 10, we travel to Carolina, and that is a one o'clock game. So at the beginning of the season, we face New Orleans, then we go to Carolina, and then midway through the season, we face New Orleans and then face Carolina. Well, so it's it's really good because, you know, we we face New Orleans. It's, it's like playing a hard team and then getting a bye week. That's true. Twice in a row. Yeah. yeah. Easy when you get to recover yeah. a little bit. We Car- could even sit our starters, maybe. <laughs> Give our third stringers a shot out there yeah. against Carolina. Oh, they are going to be a mess this year. I love it. Then Monday, another Monday night game. So we get a break with Carolina. We get a one o'clock game. We're out of the limelight. Then the following week, in week 11, 
We're back to Monday Night Football to face the Rams at home. It's very exciting. So that's four primetime games in five weeks. That is crazy. That's like they had to do us better this year. You know, they're making up for last year where we get that five-game road streak monstrosity of a schedule. And here, while we'll add it, we'll throw in Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski to sweeten the deal to make up for that nasty schedule we had last year. Okay, I'll take it. Atlanta was supposed to go to London this year. Oh, they were? Yeah. Yeah, we're not doing any international games. No international games. games. Thank God. I'm a little tired of that. It's a little, it's too much. And especially they were, you know, they're doing it in London. They're doing it in Mexico. Like we're getting these destination games. Is that what this is? Where are they going to go next? Sponsored by Expedia. The thing I don't like about the London games is I have to get up early on a Sunday. Sundays are my day to not get up early, but I have to. And then last year... You do get up early to set your fantasy lineup. That's the only time Ralph ever sets an alarm. (laughs) Ever. He never sets an alarm except to make sure that his fantasy lineup is done. I think last year the Jacksonville Jaguars played in London, and I was so miserable waking up for that. I was like, I don't even (laughs) want to watch this game. But I had to. It's football. All right. Week 12. After the Rams, we host Kansas City. So that's two AFC West games right in a row. What's up, Dad? What's up? <laughs> you don't have to hit them like multiple times, bro. It's not like a double click. You know that how wasn't. old people do the double click like all the time? <laughs> you don't have to do that. So Kansas City at home. I really thought this one would be a primetime game. I did too. It is not. But we do play at 425. It is interesting to me how many late games we have apart from all the primetime games. Okay, what do we got as far as 4 o'clock games? One, two, three, four. Good grief, you're right. I know. We've only got, thus far, we have three 1 o'clock games. Wow. Yeah. That kind of sucks. I really like 1 o'clock games. I do too. But hey, I'm not going to complain. We get five primetime games. I know. I'm so then week 13, we've got our bye. Week 14, December 13th, we host Minnesota. Wow, this is a great schedule. So we have three home games and a bye right in the middle. So we've got four weeks, basically, where we don't go anywhere. That's awesome. So we play Minnesota at home at 1 o'clock. Then December 20th, we travel to Atlanta. For the pigeons. <laughs> And that, I do like that. Dirty birds, that's a good take on the dirty birds. Pigeons are nasty. They are gross. They're the grossest birds. I don't know. Seahawks, or Seahawks, uh, seagulls. Seagulls, yeah. Nah, chickens are gross too. Ah, they're all gross. I just hate birds. They're the worst. Yeah, we go to Atlanta. That's a one o'clock game. The following week, we, this one's crazy. I guess they're going to do another Saturday game in December. And so week 16, our matchup at the Lions Stadium is to be determined. So we might get the Saturday game or we might get a Sunday game. It's up in the air at this point, which of course, last year they did this to us with Houston. We ended up facing them on a Saturday. That's right. I forgot about that. And then the last game of the season, January 3rd, Kicking off 2021, we will host Atlanta, and that is our last game, and that's a one o'clock game. So we get New Orleans and Carolina over with by week week 10, and then we get Atlanta twice in the last three weeks. Yeah, we start the season off with two conference or division games and end it with two division games in three weeks. 
Atlanta so, again. The same thing we did last year. We played Atlanta. This game, this whole schedule just seems so easy compared oh, yeah. to last year. Like I don't, I don't feel intimidated about facing any of these guys. Because <laughs> like, we got Tom Brady and I know. Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> like, of course, New Orleans. Those are going to be good games. So we got two good games there. Green Bay. That's going to be a good game. Uh, Vegas will probably be a good game. That's going to be fun. Yeah, that'll be a fun game, if anything. And then the Chiefs. The the chefs. And <laughs> the Rams, eh, not eh. so much. Yeah. Eh. No, but nobody else. Time. I'm like, yeah. They're the Vikings. Yeah, yeah they, got a, they always got a good defense. Mm. Yeah. Uh, well, that's how I feel about all the teams in the league, actually. You know, we just, we're just we just going to steamroll over for everybody. I know. I don't know how people are going to stop us. They can't. It's hard, it was hard enough. People couldn't stop our offense last year, except, except- when Winston through interceptions i mean and, there was that but i mean those were gimmies a lot of them it wasn't like the defenders really had to try that hard yeah and now we've added rob gronkowski to our elite core of receivers and swapped out Jameis winston with tom brady donovan smith did an interview on the buccaneers website and he made a good point that quarterbacks who get the ball out faster make it a little bit easier on the offensive line too mm-hmm. so he's excited about that with tom brady coming yeah. in yeah most definitely and it makes the offensive line look good too we've talked about that how, yeah you know winston would just hold the ball so long and be so indecisive that you know he'd hold the ball four or five seconds and get sacked and people would be like man he's getting pressured a lot right and they blame the offensive line mm-hmm. and they called donovan smith trash um well, I did too for like three years. Yeah, me too. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he sure did prove us wrong. Well, I stand by it. Yeah, he did not play well then. So that's exciting, man. It feels like football's right around the corner. I'm ready to get to it. Let's see. The first preseason game is August. What do you have the date? 13th. August 13th. Man, can I just go to sleep and wake me up? Okay. August well, 13th? actually, it's sometime between the 13th and the 17th. So there's like a four day range. They haven't nailed them down yet. Oh, the preseason games are not nailed down yet. Correct. Interesting. Interesting. I think that's how they always do it, though. I think that's what they did last year. I'm just, I just can't wait. I've seen pictures of people getting their jerseys in. They're kind of been trickling in. Yes. I saw somebody with a pewtered Chris Godwin jersey. Oh, I want one. Can't wait till the Tom Brady's get here. So that's exciting, man. Football, football right around the corner. So we don't travel to any cold weather cities in November or December. The bye week is week 13. It's a little late, but like you said, it's right smack dab in the middle of, was it three or four consecutive home games? Yeah. Uh, We don't play Thanksgiving. Is that right? Correct. I think. Hold on. You know what? I don't, yeah, I don't, no, I don't think we do. No, they're all on Sundays. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. So we do not play Thanksgiving. And I'm good with that because I'm always cooking. I'd be mad if I had to miss it, if I missed it because I was cooking. Are we playing at Chicago? Yes. That's interesting because the state of Illinois has released its guidelines mm-hmm. Tuesday for a phased reopening Yeah, due to this beer virus. Uh, the final phase is labeled phase five, called Illinois Restored. It says the economy will, quote, fully reopen with safety precautions continuing only after a vaccine or highly effective treatment becomes available. And phase four states that gatherings of only 50 people or fewer will be allowed until phase five is implemented. So they're not going to allow people to get together in crowds of 50 or more until there's a vaccine or highly effective treatment available. They, they might not 
not play home games in Chicago. Interesting. I can't see that happening. But. Yeah, I can't either. But that's what they're saying right now. I'm sure the NFL will get a, some kind of workaround. Let's play the Bears in the woods. <laughs> Let's clear off a field, some trees. Did you see Tom Brady on his jet ski? I did with his kids. Yeah. I feel like we should put him in the in a bubble. I know, right? Kind of like with JPP. Mm-hmm. Just in case. I mean, he's not injury prone, but you just never know. I don't want to take any chances. We re-signed Josh Wells. We did. I saw that. That's interesting. That was interesting. But, you know, I wonder what the free agent market is for backup offensive linemen. You know, if we don't really have any better options, eh, might as well stay with someone who's been in the system. Yeah. Uh, we also got awarded kicker Elliot Fry off waivers from the Carolina Panthers. Really? Yeah. There's some competition in there for Matthew Gay. He, according to Greg Allman, the guy's persistent. He's had tryouts last fall with the Falcons and Jets, Colts, Patriots, Falcons again, Jaguars, Giants, Panthers, and Titans. That was last year. He wow. signed a futures contract with the Panthers after 2019 season, was waived uh, last week, or waived this week, and claimed by the Bucks to compete with Matt Gay. So he's like nearly there, but not good enough to get signed with the team. I kept Leaks NFL Twitter. Uh-huh. And I kept their schedule leak that they had put out April 30th. They were totally wrong about everything. <laughs> they had us opening Monday Night Football week one versus Atlanta. Yeah. There were a few people on Twitter who had leaks like they knew. I wonder how accurate they were. Yeah, this guy, Nick Citro, he didn't have all the schedule, but he had like sporadic weeks. So he had one, two, five, seven, eight, nine. Was he right? Yeah, he was right really? on all of them. When did he put that out? Two hours ago. Oh, what? Oh, <laughs> wait, no. Yeah, well, I don't know what. Okay. Oh, yeah. At 647. So the schedule came out. Oh, so 45 minutes early. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he still had, he, he had been kind of putting them out sporadically through the day. Like I saw it earlier. He had like five weeks. But he was doing a whole bunch of teams, right? I mean, he no, he was just doing, doing the Bucks. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Well, Next you year, go. if you want to know 45 minutes in advance, <laughs> hit up Nick Citro. Citro. Like citrus? No. With an S. S-I-T-R-O? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Nick Citro on Twitter. Hit him up. Are you ready for the Know Your Enemy segment on the draft? I got that ready. Oh, my goodness. How long is it? I don't know. Not that long. Or we can save it. Yeah, go ahead and do it. We got we got time. All right. So we'll start with the Falcons. This is, okay, this is what our opponents in the NFC South have done in the, in draft. the draft. This Correct. includes undrafted free agents? Yeah, I got that too. Okay. So they're current through like yesterday, All through right. May 6th. What do we got? We're doing the... The, the pigeons first. The pigeons in round one. They were 16th overall. They took cornerback AJ Terrell from Clemson. A quarterback or cornerback? Cornerback. We always have this issue. I don't know if it's the way I say <laughs> it. It's about old I age. know. I don't know. <laughs> Speak up. <laughs> round two. They took a defensive tackle, Marlon Davidson from Auburn. Week three, they took center Mac Hennessy, Matt Hennessy from Temple. They had two round four picks. They took a linebacker, Michael Walker from Fresno State, and a safety, Jalen Hawkins from California. They did not have a five or a six. In round seven, they took a punter, Sterling Hoffrichter from really? Syracuse. They did. Huh, interesting. On... So that was their draft. So heavily defense. They took one 
offensive player, the center, and then Not as they took a the punter. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we'll get to that we'll in a minute. On May 1, they traded Miami their 2021 seventh round pick for edge rusher Charles Harris. That he, Harris was Miami's first round pick in 2017. And they also, on April 25th, so this was before the or during the draft, in the middle of the draft, they released their punter, Sam Irwin Hill. They also declined to Karis McKinley, defensive end's fifth year option. And then they picked up some undrafted free agents. So they got three wide receivers. I'm going to name them off just in case people recognize any of the names from college. They got Jawan Green, Chris Rowland, and Jalen McCleskey. They got three offensive line. Oh, God, I'm going to butcher this name. And I meant to Google it. It's got all kinds of consonants. I don't even know how to sound say it. Sound it out. It's, I, how do you even sound out like five Zs and a C and a <laughs> Y? And a, Evan Kosleserik. I don't even know how to say this. I'm sure that was spot on. I know. It's probably like Evan Jack. <laughs> Offensive tackle, Scotty Dill, and then Hunter Atkinson. They took two tight ends, Jared Pinckney and Caleb Rep. A fullback, Mikey Daniel. Three cornerbacks. Did you follow it? Did you hear that one correctly? <laughs> Did I enunciate? <laughs> Registerman. I'm sure I butchered that too. Registerman Ferris, Tyler Hall, and Delrick Abrams. They took two defensive tackles, Hinwa Alu and Salosi Latu. Do you think that they they just look at the board and go, okay, we're going to get everybody whose name is hard to pronounce because you know they got to be good football players. You know, I had a very difficult name growing up. This is true. Up. This is true. It Twelve was so letters, long. lots of consonants. Also, not quite as bad as the. That's the reason Evan. why she married me because I only have five letters. In my That's last name. correct. She was so quick to take my name too. <laughs> the marriage commissioner was like, "What? You couldn't find a Smith?" <laughs> so, I tried. <laughs> the best i could do uh but my brother when he played sports and he was tiny and that little jersey they had to fit all those letters in on that little jersey it was comical i think we still have them they had to kind of bend it you know so all the letters would fit <laughs> going down the back of his arm <laughs> yeah. atlanta they picked up two defensive ends bryson young and austin edwards and then they got two linebackers ray wilborn and jordan williams so most of these undrafted free agents probably won't make it but we kind of get an idea of where atlanta is trying to fill some holes and that would be everywhere <laughs> the carolina panthers as ralph alluded to went strictly defense in this draft, which is just hilarious for so many reasons. Can you imagine a full rookie defense in the NFL? Like you have a majority. I mean, we saw what happened last season when we had rookie cornerbacks. Yeah, defensive and backs. Yeah, their whole defense. <laughs> just about. Right, is. because they let everybody go all the better. Like they just blew up that defense completely. And so they're completely in rebuild mode. Couldn't have happened to a better team. <laughs> all right, let's go through it so with their first overall pick it was seventh they got defensive tackle Derek Brown from Auburn in round they had two round two picks they got defensive end 
Oh God, I'm I, I'm sure that this guy's very. I've actually heard this guy's name before, but I cannot remember how to pronounce the first name. Yeter Gross Matos from Penn State, and then they got safety Jeremy Chin from Southern Illinois. They didn't have a third. Their fourth round pick, they went cornerback Troy Pride Jr. from Notre Dame. Round five, they went safety with Kenny Robinson from West Virginia. Round six, they went defensive tackle with Brave Bravlin Roy from Baylor. And then round seven, they took cornerback Stantley Thomas Oliver the third from FSU. Then, subsequent to the draft, they made some free agent pickups. They took tight end Colin Thompson, who was actually with the XFL Vipers. And then he also played under Rule at Temple. So he's one of Rule's guys. Yeah, I heard about that, that there's quite a few guys, especially the undrafted free agents, either played with Rule or were associated somehow with his college team. Really? In that conference or whatever. That's crazy. Well, they picked up defensive end Devontae Lambert, who was a Buccaneers player. Uh, He was a free agent. They took cornerback Derek Thomas, tackle Jawan Bushel Beatty, and then guard Michael Schofield. So those were their free agents. That well, and then they got the undrafted free agents, tight end Cam Sutton and Giovanni Ricci. They took wide receiver Omar Bayless, Trevante Heights. Those were their two receivers. They took a guard, Mike Horton. They took center, Frederick Mauigoa. I'm sure I butchered that one. And center, Sam Tecklenburg. So obviously they got some need at center. And also another guard, Brandon Bowen. On defense, they took a lot of linebackers. So they took... Linebacker Jordan Mack, Jason Ferris, Chris Orr, David Reese, and Sam Franklin. And then also defensive tackle Austrian Robinson, Miles Adams, and that's it for the defensive line. And then defensive back Miles Hartsfield. So they, again, going all over the place. They also waived running back Marcus Murphy, defensive back Dominique Hatfield, and then, as you discussed earlier, kicker Elliot Fry. We got him. We got him. Hopefully some good intel. I hope you brought the playbook. <laughs> From the Panthers? <laughs> I know. <laughs> not that we need it. Well, you know, if the Saints are going to cheat like that, why not? I don't think Fry ever got a playbook. He's a kicker. The kickers don't get playbooks? Don't you just kind of give it to him as a formality? Like, here, everyone, here's your playbook in your iPad. They give you an iPad with the playbook on it. He better be studying. You know, kickers probably have to know some tricky stuff, too. Like, their onside kicks. Yeah, they they probably got, like, six plays. <laughs> <laughs> we should we should call into Matt McAfee one or Pat McAfee and ask him. Hey man, you ever look at a playbook? <laughs> <laughs> really, you don't think so? Do you know how to read? <laughs> they know what the X's and O's are for. No, I wouldn't think they would give a kicker a playbook. I don't know, but some of the kickers might be backup quarterbacks. See, know, like fourth string or something. They might be the practice squad. Nah, special team. Well, I mean, it's like the defense. I'm sure they don't get the offensive playbook, and the offense doesn't get the defensive playbook. All right, whatever. Ralph, you roasted me. You take it too personally. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's move to the Saints. Let's roast the Saints. How about that? Let's do it. They had four draft picks. Four. That's five too many. (laughs) 
which is crazy because they're also with all their contracts up, they're like kicking the can completely down the road. So with they're totally in win now mode. So in 2020, you know, with their cap situation, they don't have that much money left. But next year, they got to pay Breeze like 22 million, even if he retires. Yeah, it's almost as bad as the pigeons. They got paid Matt Ryan what 41 million. Yeah, it's like 40 million. But they're I don't, I don't think that's guaranteed though, is it? I don't know. But it's like they're totally in win now mode and you know, giving away everything. So round one, they picked Caesar Ruiz center from Michigan. They went offensive line first round. They picked 24th overall. So round two, they traded to Miami last year so that they could move up. So they had round three. They were at 78 or 88, and then they traded with Cleveland to move to 74. I couldn't really keep track of all the trades. They were crazy. But they got linebacker Zach Bond from Wisconsin, and then they also got tight end Adam Troutman from Dayton. And then round four, five, and six, they traded their picks with Minnesota. So then round seven, they got quarterback, not cornerback, quarterback, Tommy Stevens from Houston. Oh, that that pick was from Houston. Then as far as undrafted free agents go, they got one linebacker, Joey Bocci, a defensive lineman, Gus Cumberlander, and Malcolm Roach. So two defensive linemen. They took a punter, Blake Gillikin, and a cornerback, Keith Washington Jr., as well as Tino Ellis. They took wide receiver Marquez Callaway, Jawan Johnson. I swear, didn't I just say Jawan Johnson? No, Jawan Bushel Beatty. That was <laughs> how many players are named? Yeah, and then Atlanta has Jawan Green. That's crazy. And they're all spelled exactly the same. Oh, no. Jawan Bushall has two ends. I'm sorry. I'm just going on a tangent looking you, at my you notes. You and your names, man. You love names. <laughs> it's just an unusual name in uh, a weird spelling. They picked up running back Tony Jones Jr. And then they got three offensive linemen, Adrian McGee, Jordan Steckler, and Calvin Throckmorton. Throckmorton. Yeah, I know. It's actually a kind of cool name. Oh, and a tackle, Darren Paolo. Throckmorton. <laughs> Brock Throckmorton. <laughs> that's a crazy name. Thor. Thor Throckmorton. Oh, that's crazy. That's that's a name. If I had only met him first, Ralph, <laughs> <laughs> I would have foregone the five letter for Throckmorton. Let's just change our last name to that. It's okay. <laughs> I'm down with it, man. Order some jerseys with Throckmorton on the back. Oh, it might be too long. From one back arm to another, the name. The Saints also signed defensive lineman Margus Hunt, who is a seven-year vet and played with Indianapolis and Cincinnati. So that was it. That's what they've been up to. Done. Done. It's a quick one. So they only had four draft picks. I know. And I can't even follow what happened. This is a, I'm so ignorant with the draft because I'm like, okay, what does trade up mean? What does trade down mean? I get confused with that. And then they, I know. It's just one of those things. That I, no matter how much I focus on absorbing this, it just does not stick in my brain. And then I'm just confused the next time. Wait, what does that mean? They move lower? Higher? It's like, it's like up, when somebody down. says, hey, can you turn the air 
conditioning up? Yeah, exactly. You know, you're like, oh, do they mean... Do, do they, they want, want a colder or warmer? Yeah. Or just more wind? Right, because if you turn the air conditioner up... It gets hotter. It gets hotter. That's how I feel about the NFL draft when you're talking about moving positions. I just got nothing. It's just beyond my comprehension. We're not very smart. <laughs> We're not. We need pictures and diagrams to understand this stuff. <laughs> I well, I found a really nice draft tracker where it had all the trades like in colors and just they had the little <laughs> logos with like an arrow, like who they traded with. That's funny. And it was really nice. And then I closed the window and I couldn't find it again because I clicked on so many of them and then tried to go look back like two days later. Couldn't find it. <sighs> We'd be smart. <laughs> Should we really have a podcast? I don't know about this. I'm just kidding. You got any more news? No, I'm done with news. Yeah, me too. Uh, to be honest with you, I didn't look much today. Let me do a real quick scan. I'm sure everybody's talking about the schedule release. Yep. And it's all schedule release, schedule release, schedule release. Man, that Earl Thomas story got buried pretty quick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, we were talking about that earlier. And it's amazing to me. I remember a few years ago with the whole Ray Rice situation where, you know, he was caught on video beating his wife down. And everybody, of course, freaked out. And for like two solid years, we got video, we got commercials of NFL players getting on the TV during games and during commercial breaks and all that with these, you know, hey, guys, don't beat your wives commercials. I'm waiting now for the, hey, uh, gold diggers. <laughs> wives and girlfriends, stop pointing guns at your boyfriends and shooting them and threatening them with knives and banging up their cars. And I just don't understand how that's a normal reaction to cheating. Like, that's Obviously. your first. <laughs> I'm going to go grab get, my gun and my, my girlfriends yeah, and with, some the, with some knives. And, and we're gonna go bust up this party. Film it. This is all filmed. I can't wait for that to come out. It is so weird. I I just don't understand that type of mentality. You're like, I'm gonna go point a gun at somebody's head who I presumably love. It so is a weird overreaction. What, what I'm hearing. What you're hearing is divorce. If that <laughs> happens, but I'm not if gonna the have orgy a happens, gun you will not have. Okay. The, yep, I do draw the line there. All right, all right. It's on, fellas. <laughs> Call your brother. <laughs> Call my brother. It's orgy time, man. <laughs> Just everything about that story is weird. And it happened a while back, and they're still together. And he put Doesn't out. Doesn't that thing. always happen? I. Well, it's like the Ray Rice thing too. Yeah, they're still together. And she was like together. pleading everybody, yeah, Just stop because you're ruining my life. Her meal ticket. Yeah. Well, they're still together, and I imagine he hasn't earned a whole lot since then. No. Maybe she get into women's MMA. <laughs> <laughs> Women. He's about the same size. <laughs> Women's boxing. Him and Ronda Rousey. I know she retired. Maybe she'll come out of retirement. Oh, she had a meltdown. Had you know she went into the WWE and she basically was like it was, it was just too much work. Really? Like, yeah, you have to be on you know tour all the time and it's you know a lot of physical activity and you never see family. You're always in a hotel room. Blah blah blah. And she basically called the fans a bunch of idiots. Ooh. Yeah. That's not a good look. Yeah. So she's gonna kick kickstart her acting career again, I guess. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Rhonda. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for us. Uh, we are very excited. Got the schedule out. It was an exciting day. We were all sitting around basically just looking at the clock, waiting for 730 to roll around so we could find out what our life is going to be like from September to January. 
Okay, Ralph was not looking at the clock. He was watching the back of his eyelids. Be real here. He did set an alarm, though. He only set alarms for football. <laughs> Welcome to Ralph's world. <laughs> Time only matters for the pigskin. Yeah, so uh, it's very exciting. We've got a great schedule. Five primetime games. That's incredible. I, you know, I mean, that's that's like the most the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have ever had, at least since I've been a fan. That's for sure. And that's that's right up there with the Patriots. Yeah, and so Greg Almond. Greg Allman tweeted out, and we are matched with the Chiefs, Ravens, Patriots, Rams, 49ers, Cowboys, and Bucks for the maximum of five primetime games each. Holy crap. They all got five, too? They did. How did they even have enough primetime games for that? That So the Chiefs, Ravens, Patriots, Rams, 49ers, Cowboys, and Packers, and the Bucks. We got three primetime games a week. So in 17 weeks, that's math. 51. And that right there is how many teams? Eight. So that's... 40 games? But so then... So that leaves the rest of the league with 11. Yeah, but games. some of these might be, they might match up with each other. No, that's true. You know? Like, we do play the Rams once, so that's one game counted mm, twice. Gotcha. But still, I think we can safely say, like, an excess of 30 games. So there's a maximum? I didn't know that. Yeah, I guess so. Five is the maximum. Hmm. All right. Well, all you scallywags out there, be excited because this is going to be the best year of Buccaneer football, I think, ever. I have had a ton of people talk to me about Buccaneers. Oh, my gosh. It is the weirdest thing. People in the street, neighbors. I had a Patriots fan tell me today that Rob Gronkowski died in Tampa. (laughs) They are so mad at Tom Brady. I mean, they're furious with him. Are they mad because he left and then also brought Gronk? I think it's so. kind of insult to injury. They feel that he kind of threw last year. He was ready to leave. Oh yeah, and I can didn't see really that. Try hard, which that's insane. That's insane. Now you watch that guy's games. He doesn't give up. And he made it to the AFC Championship, right? <laughs> like, how do you even yeah. say that? But they just expect Super Bowl. It was a defense did that, man. Uh, yeah, that's that's Tom Brady not trying hard is making it to the AFC Championship. <laughs> right. I I don't know how you can be bad at that. Like, well, when you're a spoiled Patriots fan, I boy, are they in for a rude awakening? Oh yeah, that's gonna be fun watching that reality smack them right in the face. It is gonna be fun, and here, you know what? Here's gonna be the interesting thing: within two years, you aren't gonna see any Patriots fans in the wild. You know, because it's it's weird. When I grew up, there was no Patriots fans. They were horrible. They suck. And it wasn't until you know Tom Brady and Belichick come along that they become this dynasty. And now you you, you can't throw a rock out your window without hitting a Patriots fan or you know a car riding by with Patriots stickers or whatever. And that's all across the nation. In two years, yeah, you ain't gonna see it. And maybe we'll see Buccaneers fans everywhere. Yeah. Here's a hilarious thing. We got a UPS delivery and Ralph answered the door in his Bucks hoodie and the UPS driver was super excited. He was like three doors down and he he saw me. He knows that red. You just know that red. Yeah, it just pops. And he was like, you a Buccaneers fan? I was like, yeah. As a matter of fact, I'd got, I think it was some Buccaneers merchandise and I was like, yeah, I got something right here. And uh, yeah, he just went off. He was like, I'm going to start delivering you first thing. It was great. 
right. And what was funny and what I've noticed is that all oh, these yeah. Buccaneers fans that are kind of, I mean, people aren't coming out of the woodwork, but I mean, I'm just encountering a lot more Bucks fans that did not exist before. And so he had to tell Ralph that he had been a fan since like 98. Yes. Like you kind of get, I think maybe the badge of honor is if you have the comb over logo rather than the new one. <laughs> like that's how you can kind of tell it's an older Bucks fan. Like all the Bucks fans who have been there a while, you just got to wear your outdated gear yeah, so, so that people know that you, you've been a fan since before they had Tom Brady. There you go. See, I knew we should have gotten tattoos back with that comb over. Oh. Because <laughs> <laughs> then we could just sport it now. I know. I did actually see one on Facebook. Somebody posted one to the Bucks fans group, like the old one with the comb over. I could definitely get a tattoo in. of this new logo and the word mark. I yeah, could I think they, I think they look great. You know, when you even when you take away the the whole football fanatic stuff, just looking at it, I'm like, yeah, it's a good piece of art, man. I agree. You should just put it everywhere. We should wrap your car like that. Yeah, it's the plan. One day. <laughs> All right, that's gonna wrap it up for us. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you know, the best place to follow us or get in touch with us would be Twitter. Add us. You can add us at, <laughs> in at, at underscore. Uh, Molly normally does all the Twitter stuff. She's the social media handler. Uh, but you can uh, reach us or follow us. Our handle is at Bucks underscore Observer. That was the longest lead in to that. It really was. Yeah. It, I, don't even, I don't even want to do anymore now. You want to explain <laughs> like, what Twitter is at this point? <laughs> I don't even know what Twitter is. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard about it. Ain't that what the young kids are doing now? The whippersnappers. I don't know. Though. I think that's TikTok. We're not getting a TikTok. Well, but we are on the Facebook I'm and the give, YouTube. I'm not giving up my. AOL chat. That's all I was saying. <laughs> I am me. Or ICQ. Remember that? Oh, I do. Oh, yeah. I still remember my number. Weirdo. It's like burning in my brain. Anyway, you can also email Ralph. His email address is ralph at buccaneersobserver.com. <laughs> I didn't remember it. Mine is Molly Bay at buccaneersobserver.com. Search for us on the YouTubes and the Facebook and add us on Twitter. All right. Until next time. Go Bugs.